welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Sheldon Kay, show manager of Mobile Tech Expo. I wanted to give you an update on what's happening with the Las Vegas show, September 5th through 7th at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We just launched our education schedule with five different session tracks, including detailing, business, marketing, PDR, and product knowledge. I'm also excited to announce that IDA will be doing certified detailer training Thursday morning. Hotel rates start at just $65 a night, so be sure to book your room and book your education day pass because both will sell out. Hope you all have a great month of June, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, detailers. Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. We are back from Denver, and that was a fun trip. I get to sit here today, spend Father's Day hanging out with my children. It's a good place to be, so any other fathers out there, hope you're having a wonderful Father's Day. Hey, so this episode, we were in Denver. Uh, DJ went with me thank you very much for coming dj we did a lot of fun stuff together and uh, this is an episode where we stop in at black mountain motorworks and uh, we go in with some beer get to hang out and chat talk about the ida and um, then just get to see their facility really cool spot john really appreciate you letting us come through and tell us uh, all about it so hope you guys having a wonderful father's day and um, grab yourself a pint and enjoy this episode. So Mile High... So Mile High Image Detailing is Drazen's company. Yeah. And um, he runs and leases a, my detail bay um, and an office. So I've known him for like 10 years. So he has an office with a view into a detail bay, but I do storage and sales. Uh, okay. So it works really nice because I don't know nearly as much about detailing or close to, but it's great because he clean he does all my um, my clients' cars. So a storage client will come in and we do a full inspection report on it and say you know just so we're there's not an awkward conversation later you know you guys curb crash my wheel so we yeah. go around the car but it's a perfect sales opportunity for Drazen because he'll you know he'll go and say you know I can buff that out I can fix that yeah. you know we can clear bra this car or a lot of what we've been doing a lot is removing old clear bra you know yellow clear bra oh yeah you know. where it starts to yellow in the in, you know the dealers I used to work for a uh, um, you're taping me I won't dog shit other dealers I, we used oh, to work for another dealer we're off camera sorry <laughs> no no it's all right oh um, well we will record for the podcast too oh so. cool yeah um but i was uh, i used to work for audi denver and they any of the big chain dealers out here they put the worst cheapest clear bra they can on yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's just a lot of i mean a lot of dealerships will do that right because they because they're cost. selling 500 of them a yeah. month and then it makes sense but uh we do it cheaper and we use the good stuff so it's you know we and we try to get a lot of those people like from Ferrari Denver we've been I got two forty four eighty eights for storage but do you think there. that's what sets you guys apart right yeah for you sure know, and I think that's what the elite details or the elite shops really push is that hey we're gonna use this brand this is you know buy the service of what you you guys do right versus what you said I mean the dealership's gonna do 500 a month they're just gonna exactly pump them out. I always equate it to a restaurant too it's like all restaurants are serving food we're just trying to do it a little bit better we use better products and, um, you know, some, a lot of shops are asking, like, how are you guys getting that much? I was like, because we're just 
quoting that much. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we'll present our presenters. Cheers, man. That bid. Yeah, Thanks for letting us stop by. Yeah, for sure, for sure, dude. I've been running around. Sorry, and kind of. It's just a crazy day because I, I I'm running everything on my side myself right now. We opened in October, and then Drazen's oh, wow. here. We kind of cover each other. Huh. Um, man, this is great. Denver Beer Co. Juicy Freak. Oh, that smells good. Yeah. Oh, I used to go to this place. I used to live over on that side of town, and we'd go there all the time because the dog just loves it. Has it? Have you been out there yet? Where? To Denver to... Beer Co. No. Oh, you might want to check that place out. It's right over by. Um, the other side of town, right on the edge of Low High, by but right on the river. REI redid the whole river. Really oh, cool little spot. So it might be a fun place to check out. But they yeah. got this. Tell great... us about your cars, man. Oh okay. yeah, well yeah, most awesome. Of these, most of these are storage. I'm um, kind of an air cooled Porsche fanatic right now, so uh, we wrap this one. You I've mind got... if we do some pictures of them? And stuff? Oh, please do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, these uh, these two are for sale. That's a thirty thousand mile glass top Targa. So I'm real. I spent too much money on that thing, <laughs> so I need to sell it quick. So yeah, yeah if you if you if you do a shout out, that'd be great. Oh yeah, but it's a thirty thousand mile all original, and people are trying to say the Targa Targa market it's soft, and it doesn't make any sense because that Targa roof, that all glass roof is is incredible. I don't know if you've seen one. Mm. The whole glass roof folds back, and then it even has a leather thing that covers it up. But I mean, it looks as good as coupe. I understand the stigma for cabrios, but not for targets. You know, that's what—that's the type of stuff you want. This old quirky, weird German engineering. You know, full glass roof car in '97. That's oh. a '911 turbo over there. I can take the cover off that. Yeah, two four eighty eight. I got a new. Somebody just bought a new Lamborghini, and they're. Uh, I love it when their assistants call me. Their assistants <laughs> or their agents, anything like that. People won't that you know they don't want to talk to the parking garage manager directly, because oh, they always get a higher rate for that too. But. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, most of these like this guy's um, the guy with the Jeep and the McLaren and the Lambo, same customer. Love that. And this guy with the 458 and the 911 Turbo, same customer. And he's bringing in a resto resto mod. Uh, Boss Mustang, 600 horsepower to the crank, naturally aspirated. Mm. So I'm. I'm curious to see this thing. Um, what got you into this? I used to manage other shops around, and then I was finance for years, and then just was sitting at my desk too long staring at computers. And then um, in between every recession, I'd kind of go and find whatever car job I could find. I used to go to little specialty, deta- um, little specialty like pre-owned exotic shops that they have all over, and I'd go into those and revamp all their marketing, their internet, their their website, their internet page. Their website, their inventory management, and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then I'd go back into finance. And then finally, I was about to turn 40. And I uh, ended up managing some shops. and managed this huge collection up in Arvada called the Lamar Street Center. You might really want to go check that out. Really cool. Um, this guy owns a huge construction company out here and bought this place, probably 100,000 square feet. Has motorcycles stacked four high because he welded all these frames and just all these collectors. Has everything from Ferraris to old hot rods. He built an old SO gas station in one corner. But yeah, I can set you guys up with him. He'll give you a tour. He's nuts. That's cool. Nice. But, but uh, yeah, just, and I, so I went in there and worked for him for a while because um, he had never turned a profit. It was just kind of his hobby. Mm. And so I kind of set that place up so I was actually making some money for him. Nice. But he's still a good friend. He's a, uh, then you decided to just go and do it yourself, right? Yeah, well, it was kind of, I was working for Audi, uh, the big shops again, and just hated it. I was four, I'm 44 now. I was too old to do that shit. And then um, my old man sold his cable company, so he gave me a nice family loan for it. So, oh, that's, that's, that's really, always nice. That's really yeah. what helped. 
But yeah, we lucked out, found the dirt. We couldn't, we couldn't find a place to retrofit because the weed guys come with cash. But it was nice because the whole thing was purpose built for for just cars and detailing. Yeah, let me show you the detail. Right? Oh yeah. Step over the security dog here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like I drew it all on paper and found a piece of paper the other day and gave it to the architects because they drew out the shit with all these office spaces and everything else. I just need room for the cars. So this is a private bay. So our clients, when they're when they have their cars out late or want to pick them up early in the morning, off hours, then mm -hmm. I just stage it over there, and they all have security cards, so they can get to everything. They just can't get over here. That's cool. So we we had a guy on the uh, podcast that has something similar to this, but where was he? You know, uh, uh, South, South Carolina, Carolina or North yeah. Carolina, and everybody's moving out here. It, yeah, it now works. He had well. I was gonna say is he had that too, and then he also had like a what was he opening up a bar area. Where was that whole yeah yeah where people come and hang, hang out, out yeah. hang out for like drink and, and I saw that hour, I went to the shop in Seattle and they have that like a whole diner bar yeah I just I don't want that yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's the nice part somebody was asking me today on the phone that found us saying oh you don't advertise here but I just want car enthusiasts here otherwise you just get people walking around looking yeah. at cars and it's a security risk you know I mean that's true too I'm right by a strip club and you know sooner or later oh, yeah. you think there's gonna be but I always kind of prepare for the smash and grab type of shit. Mm -hmm. Because I you know I've got a glass door, so the security system, even the city, it kind of worked out nice. The city made me do a 20 foot wide alley. Mm -hmm. I had to do them land and everything. But we, now that's where we wash the cars, right? Here oh, cool. I'm trying to buy that land so I can expand and I'll do a bigger detail bay, mm -hmm. like a full, like kind of dirty detail bay. I mean, the bay's you know? nice. Yeah, it's got a really nice bay. And see, that's his window. He even put in a window down from his office. So yep. later when he's got employees, he just got these so because he, he does the ceramic coating on the wheels. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's going to jack the car. And he's, yeah, he's, and it, it's nice because he's got the other garage as a holding bay. So we, we do a lot of cross-marketing. So he markets my business. So I then does he do the expel too? Yeah, he's he's actually just he's flying out at 2 in the morning tomorrow um, to go back for training. He's mainly... His specialty is paint correction and PPF. Mm -hmm. And then he's, for whatever reason, he decided to, the first month, the first six months were open to learn expel, expel. But he's doing good, because I'm throwing him a bunch of cars. It's expensive learning curve, isn't it? Right, it is. <laughs> like the first yeah. car he was learning on was a C63S, like that new bumper. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he was like six, like 700 deep in film. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He'd yep. come and you'd see him, I was like, Another lap. He's like, yeah, you can just tell because he's. <laughs> he ran out of past, uh, like plastic. Um, they have the uh, practice film. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and he ran out of that like a week. Yeah, yeah. So now he's using expensive shit. shit. My wife's coming by. Let me just make sure she's not coming in. Yeah, let's go back upstairs. Sure. You guys spend enough time in detail phase, I assume. Oh, but we love it. <laughs> it's always what. fun to look at. Uh, let me see what everybody else has. Just knows you need to thing, man. <laughs> all the labels for it. I put all my favorite cars up here. These are kind of just cheaper pieces of art just because I needed shit on the wall. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to fill it up. So I'm hoping for one day to have like a big city receptionist in there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all been working as planned. I mean, I got. That was a big week. We went to the biggest car show this state has, the Concourse to Elegance. And we did, we set up a tent there and uh, had a Testarossa. This blue Porsche was supposed to go, but it wasn't done. But um, yeah, I picked up a 488 there, a guy who's redoing his house and rebuilding a house or something. And then a 488 called today and a, a new Lambo. So that'll be nice. 
I'm, yeah, I'm up to 450 a month on the uh, storage rate. So if I get 45 cars in here this winter, that'll be nice. That'll be some decent cash flow. Yeah. 450 a month, huh? Yeah. And they're paying it. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say that's probably a fair deal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, when I can imagine that, because it's, I mean, 450, it's never going back down from there. It's going to probably at one point go to 500. Because I think I'll get to the point where I don't really want another car in here, but if it's a cool ass car, you know, somebody right, comes with a Renzo or something. What would a. If you rented like a storage, storage place unit, or something, right. yeah. And those aren't insured correctly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They have these yeah. now in Tulsa, but across from the Jinx Airport, uh-huh. they built stuff like this, but like uh-huh. mini apartments for cars. Yeah, and people are trying to compete. Like I'm, I'm getting that, but like we have the vehicle vault that's way out in Parker. But Parker is one of those towns you move to when you have kids. You made some money and you want a four car garage. You move out the way deep burbs. Yeah. It used to be just a cow field. And so they're, they're selling like $300,000 condos. So you get your own garage. The nice part about this place, I mean, the price point's way lower, but you're not just in your own box by yourself. You actually can come by. There's so these people that own these cars can buy anytime they want and just. For the, it needs to be staged. So for insurance, clients can never move cars on that floor. So and and I really mean it. Yeah, and so they'll park it here. But I'm usually here. I'm almost always here. So I'll usually park it over. But like on the weekends and it gets busy, like 2 o'clock on a Saturday, I want to go do something. Then, yeah, then I'll just keep the bays open. And I text people out and just say, hey, just park them in the bays. Huh. Because they have the access. They can park back there up, up on the front, too. And it's been re- working really well. It'll be interesting how well it works when there's 45 cars in here, 40 cars. So that's all you do is store cars for yeah, store and then sell them. I mean, there's quite a few. There's that black R8s could sign. commissions off of selling them then? Well, I own the whole place. So yeah, I, yeah I, I've given myself a pretty nice commission. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying so the cars. You don't own all the cars, though. Oh, no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. I own, so I own this Arena Red and this blue Porsche. And I have another 82 Porsche getting worked on. The black one's on consignment. And I do the consignment. He, we could, he wouldn't. I tried to explain fair market value to him, and he wanted to go way above it. <laughs> <laughs> so you buy and sell cars and also storage. Right, and so gotcha. the storage isn't a huge money business. Gotcha. I mean, when it's filled, it'll be nice. It's filled in the winter, you know, then we're talking 17, you know, 18 grand a month, which is great, but it's, you know, still the bills in this place are insane. The nice part is now I can flip cars, and when I do flip a car, I know all my overhead's paid, my insurance paid. Yeah. Um, it, once I'm full too, it'll pay the, a base salary for a broker too, which will be real nice. And um, and then when I sell a car, you know, some when I flip these cars correctly, you know, they, they should make an average of. Well, eight he said you'd take us out on a test drive when we got here. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that still? Is that, is, that, is that still in the? I, I don't have anything. That, that one's just detailed, <laughs> okay. and it looks like it's gonna hail. This I'm looking is, at the demon over there. I mean, that's oh fine. yeah, oh that yeah, the customer's just roast the tires and the. The demon, the I cl- that's a great customer. Isn't Such a though? nice guy. His, he oh, just sent his 20-year-old kid by. He goes, yeah, my kid's coming by. He wants to drive the car. So I staged it up for a 20-year-old. Um, we did that. Oh, that M3 was a great invoice for us. So it was before Drazen. Is that wrapped? Yeah, that's Expel front yeah. to toe. And then Modesta matte coating over the Expel. That's good. But it was great because uh, that was way over Drazen's head. He had just decided. And he was like, I want to do it. I was like, you're not fucking touching this car. So I was going to say, yeah, hold on. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is not your introduction. That's it, a uh, door jams everything, right? Exactly. So yeah. it was great. We paid, He had quoted the guy, the kid high. That guy, he's a Bitcoin dude. And quoted him at seventy seven hundred for the rep, just for the expel, 
which was competitive really. But then I found a shop down the road, a guy that's that I know that's been in the business for a while. He did it for fifty seven hundred, so that was the easiest two grand I ever made. <laughs> and I told Drazen too, I was like, You realize that this guy we only did one job and I made more money off of this job and this guy than I ever have off of you. Uh, I was like, now that I was like so he's all trying to learn to expel and I was like you know when you're done and you're learning it, I would have never made it. I would have made like sixteen hundred versus two grand on it. Yeah, I'm giving him shit all the time. He's twenty eight. He's a surgeon. Oh, exactly. He's old. <laughs> That's good to hear that. Only twenty eight. No. He's twenty eight, going like nineteen too. His mom sheltered the shit out of him, but oh. he's learning. He's he learning. Pretty sweet setup, then. I'm teaching him customer control. The other day, he goes, "Yeah, my customer's coming by at eight thirty p.m." Huh? So yeah, for sure. As he's like, he's like, yeah, this girl's coming by at 8.30 p.m. I was like, why did you agree to that? You got here at 6 in the morning. Now you got to sit here at 8.30 at night. Mm. But uh, he's learning. He's making money. Yeah, because I, what I have him set on is um, I, everything gets invoiced through me, but I pay him 80% on everything. But I, I've been giving him most of the work right now. So it works out great. So when he gets yeah. slow, he's getting my customers. And, but, and he's... But every once in a while, he's bringing in, like, somebody found him on a ceramic coating website and it was, like, a $5,000 job. So then it all of a sudden makes sense. You know, command, yeah. and I'm not doing shit, just writing up an invoice, so. That takes a lot. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, QuickBooks, and, like, yeah. I have to put in an email uh, address. Money and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> For $1,000. Oh, man, $1,000 email. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, That's man. cool, man. Yeah. We, we love seeing when did different places. Yeah, like, so that's cool. Different operations. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Hearing different stories and seeing what's going on with everybody. It's all a team out here too. Like we're, I'm real close with a bunch of mechanic shops because nobody really does what I do out here. I mean, it, uh, detailing is cutthroat. There's a lot of people have moved out here. Like the guy that just did, that I was telling you that did the M3, he mm -hmm. moved out here in Florida just because it's such a strong market. Um, and plus, it's just a great place to live. But yeah, it's this market didn't have probably a. 25% of the detailers we have now. They're really? just coming out. Yeah. And then they come in. You got all the hail people that come out, and they make just a killing when it hails. But it then they got to figure out another way She's to make We were down in, uh, it, was, it was late last, well, it was fall of last year, and we were in Colorado Springs doing the same thing, doing a training on coatings, and just you start to hear a little tink, 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 and then, and I mean, these things were massive. It's the worst. I thought we had hail, and we—I mean, we've got like nickel-sized hail. These were little golf balls flying out of the sky. So this is my wife here, and she—it was weird because, ironically, with all this space I have here, we go to our 1950s house, and we have one of those little one cars that's always filled with camping shit and all that stuff. Hell yeah. But, but yeah, both cars got hit, and the BMW show is a lot worse than the Audi. And I think I think we can do the Audi out of pocket. But uh, it was interesting to see that Audi metal took it better than BMW metal. Really? Yeah, just did like just sheet metal itself. Both uh, I can I can see that working on both. I can see that. Yeah, you've done you've done work on both. Well, I do a lot. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm a detailer too. So oh God! Oh, I see what you're doing. I'm a detailer. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. She's beat. <laughs> Hello. This is my wife, Sarah. Hello. Hi. We're crashing the party. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Do you want a tequila? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Okay. Shit, you guys have, dick. this is your kid then? Huh? This is the kid then? Yep. Yes. Okay, it makes sense. This is our baby. <laughs> this is our big baby. That's how awesome. are you guys doing? Good. 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 Are you just giving us a tour? We're here from Oklahoma. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
awesome. It came all the way here for you guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not buying it. Nah, She's dude. pretty well rehearsed in bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you trained her well, huh? Oh, you didn't train me on shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bullshit, anyways. I, I was born with that. Oh, yeah. I met her when I was working door at a bar. She was 19. Yeah, I bullshit my way into the bar already. <laughs> I need you in. You just want ice? Yes, please. Um, did I tell you two 488s and a, and a new Lamborghini today? It's ridiculous. You crushed yeah. this week. It's awesome. Good job. We celebrate, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Celebrating. Fuck yeah. I got a, um, one of my, I work in commercial real estate and, um, my vendors always grease me at the holidays, which is great. So I have like a $100 gift card to Chili's and I was like, what am I going to do with this? But Chili's is also owned by like the Maggiano's group, so we're going to hit up the chain restaurant fiasco hard tonight. Oh, yeah? It'll be fun. Yeah, you can do some damage at Maggiano's for a guys are from Oklahoma. Chili's is like fine dining out there. No, the fuck is not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I can remember I moved here from Clemson, South Carolina. That's all we had. We'd go out there, all you can eat rib nights. When Chili's we were is what room. Marty used to go to and pretend he was talking to clients at the car wash. So he owned, right, so, he owned a car yeah, wash. Yeah, so I owned a car wash, and that's how I met DJ. Oh, nice. And there was a Chili's literally two doors down. So in the afternoon, about four-ish, you know, it's yeah. happy hour, like Chili's happy hour, nonstop, two or three nights a week, <laughs> and yeah. we would customers. As I became friends with customers coming through the car wash, you know, they'd drop their car off to get it detailed, and I would go take them to Chili's, and we that's awesome. Yeah. And the eighteen-year-old kids sitting yeah. there managing the place, <laughs> drink beer and eat chips and salsa. Customers. You're just taking any customer. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it was going there a lot by the sound of it. It sounded like he was being picky. Yeah. No, unfortunately, I was married <laughs> at that moment. Unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. Did, did your chillers happy hours break up your marriage? No, because that was with dudes. That's why I was like, damn it. Good thing. Just like, unfortunately, I was married. So, no, it was, it was just dude friends. That was funny too. I was talking to the, it was Lamborghini's personal assistant, and she was like, "You probably meet a bunch of hot babes there." I was like, "No, there's never any girls in here at all." You <laughs> said that the assistant did. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. I was so like, was "I was like, but we got rooms. We got rooms across the street." She goes, "I used to go there." Oh, hey, the assistant. Yeah, of the- yeah. nice. Huh. It was perfect. Yeah, I had a guy. It's funny. This guy, if you put in um, car storage. This guy came up, Denver Car Club, blah, blah, blah. Never heard of it, never met the guy, but called him. I said, yeah, where is the Denver Car Club? And he goes, yeah, I actually live in Florida now, and there was never actually a place. I was just sending leads to this other guy. And he goes, I'll do that. He goes, well, they shut down, so I, I have him on. Oh, I'm good. No, I'm here. Tequila, she's good. I'm, I'm, so I have him on a setup like there. I pay him. Like <laughs> I pay him first month on a 12 month, so 450 bucks, but he just sent me another one. And he's talking about re-gearing that whole website, just to kind of point back to this place. Yeah. So I'm wow. sure it'll be a nice price tag on that. But. How do you guys uh, advertise this? Just AdWords and social media right now. Really? People are looking this up? Yeah, and then we, we bomb the big car dealers, like McLaren. And okay, and gotcha. And uh, just make relationships there, and then all the dealers too, because I don't know if you've ever sold cars at big lots, but most No, people, I haven't, man. Because what you'll hear a lot is people saying, oh, man, if I only had another garage space. So I go to the big dealers and tell them that. And it works. Because, I mean, that guy, it's just so weird. That lady that called, the guy brought a brand new Lamborghini yesterday, and now he looks for a place to put it today. 
I mean, it works out kind of nice. I would you probably find the spot, and I get that a lot too. We have a lot oh, of times to store cars in places like that. Like they use um, airport hangers. We have an airport, and they use like the big hangers, and they'll store like you know, six to ten cars in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And that's where you have Centennial Airport out there, and there's a couple of people that, that do, do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them are regulated though, and then you run into insurance issues. Correct. So that's what I would say. People are like. Well, there's this lady in my neighborhood renting out the spot. I was like, you better make sure she's got insurance coverage because if that bar, if that place burns down, it's all on you. You know, because that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's my mortgage and then a small, a little bit smaller cost is my <laughs> insurance bill. But yeah, they small asked me cost? to. Yeah, well, I'm about to revise it because I'm on my initial. Like we had one when I had five cars in here, and it's like shooting myself in the foot. Nobody's nobody's forcing me to do it. But here I am, I gotta go and send them the value. You're making model and the value of every car I have stored in storage now. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's like yeah, totally it's safe. Would you, would you double my rate, please? Yep, pretty much <laughs> that's what just, you're doing. Just in case we something a, completely tragic We got happens. a government contract, we asked to put them as a uh, certificate holder. And like, okay, hold on, what, com- what company is this again? It's a red flag and they like, we had to go to different insurance company and it's like oh, wow. double Government now. contracts are horrible. I, I didn't mean, good, realize that. They're yeah, like, and they're that, so expensive. And what fucking sucks is the PO was like 4500 a year. I'm like, this is stupid. I raised a red flag over some bullshit. <laughs> Pretty much so. Yeah. It's like 4500 4, a year. <laughs> right. That, like, that was stupid. <laughs> they're from Oklahoma. I'm not going to hurt their feelings. No, you're... What? <laughs> yeah, his is a lot more. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking one client, and I didn't know what the PO would be until they sent it to me at the end. Right, but I mean that's that's what he was. I get it. Yeah, this was just for one customer, is what he was saying. Oh god, oh god, oh Jesus, that's not. Yeah, no, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, insurance here's a bit. Check out yeah. the Porsche. Being corrected. You should drive that thing. Which one, the eighty-two? No, the red one. So I, I spent 65 on that. I didn't really have that, but I had it. And I took it because the guy wanted to consign it. I just hate dealing with consignments, especially mm-hmm. this guy's old, old kind of militant dude. And I knew he'd be the type that'd call me every day. We get any emails? Any leads today? You sure you know how to sell this thing? You know? And so I just bought it. But I spent a lot of money on it. I think I can just sell it. I think I can sell it for 70 real quick. Marty has that in his pocket. No, I don't. <laughs> I like 70 bucks. Oh, I thought I saw... Oh, I was yeah. listening to Oh, let me shut because I got a goal in mind. I'm trying to buy the totally most impractical car I can. So this guy built this. He's an aer- nice. aer- aeronautical engineer, also a military, kind of older dude. 600 to the wheels. So it's a Garrett Turbo uh, M52 engine. He completely did everything, like no expense spared. But he only wants 28. He asked for 28. So I'm thinking 26, and I can... And put some money down and get one of those classic car loans. Mm-hmm. Some of those places will actually know the value and you'll, they'll give you value for something like that. We'll see because it's actually a three series. You know, the car itself, the VIN probably says it says it's worth 2800 bucks. So, in yeah, detail, right. do you guys maintain the cars for him too? Yeah, well, that's the good thing. He always has a pool so we can walk around and, and I'll always kind of help him, you know, help him out here. And I'll be like, hey, call so and so. And, you know, tell him fluff it up a little. Gotta wash his car. Yeah. Because right now, like he did the Hellcat. Right when the Hellcat came in, we got him on a twenty-six hundred dollar invoice, paint correction, and Modesta, and that was a good one. You know, that's a great, that's a great invoice for us. We like those. Um, the M3 came in, and we did the full. That was a ten thousand dollar invoice. Did a paint correction on that black Carrera. That Jag customer is great. That guy's old military. That he's like twenty-four year old kid, military, but now he has a website where he sells 
just junk, I guess. I don't know, but it just crushes it. It's cool how we're, like, you can, people can find weird ways of making money. Right. And Especially he, online. He wanted actually an AMG uh, GT, you know, those, uh, those little, what, what are they, GTSs? And they wouldn't loan him the money, even though he'd make, he's making tons, but he doesn't have enough credit. He's 24, 25. Yeah, and they're, you know, you show him, you know, make 200 grand a year, they don't give a shit because you don't have long enough history. So he's getting that. And then, but I know he's going to be like a three, four car client. He's great. Every time he comes in, he's wearing one of our t-shirts. Oh, he, that's awesome. He, run, he rolls into the biggest car show in, of the entire year, just rolls right in. I go, how did you get over here? He goes, I don't know. I just told him what you're with you. And we just squeezed him in next to a Testarossa. And uh, yeah, but he's a good client. Oh, and then the demon, he's, we, uh, we haven't done much with him, but he's on it. Every time he comes by, it's $125 just car wash. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. So speaking of detail-wise, because maybe a detailer that might hear of a location like this, you know, how could they interact with somebody who's storing cars if that location doesn't already have a detail shop? Right. And I would think of maintenance, right? I mean, you're getting some really good ticket items as somebody coming in and doing, like you said, the correction and the coding. So maybe a detailer could interact that way and be the correction and coding guy and then you know, they're the guy that actually has the facility, takes the percentage, which you talked about. Right. But what about maintenance? I mean, have you guys thought of doing a maintenance package that, you know, like the, the cars continually get washed or fluffed, so to speak, before they pick them back up for their Saturday afternoon drive? And that's kind of what he's on. And we're kind of making that up as we go, just because it's such small, it's small dollar for us. You know, it's 125 bucks and it's great because mm -hmm. then we can kind of stack some of those up. So he did three like maintenance cars, you know, just in and out car washes in between because he, you know, it's a quiet day. You know, he's still kind of, not just starting, but he'll have quiet weeks. Oh, know? yeah, and, yeah. And I even told people, I was like, when people call, don't tell them you're wide open. You know, say, hey, I got an opening on Thursday. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> nobody wants to detail it as nothing on their books, you know. But uh, he's doing well too, and he's been hitting. Uh, he, that's why you guys. I think you guys found him on Instagram. Is that mm -hmm. what Yeah, yeah. He's got a girl in California that just does all that. Just all he pays her like five hundred dollars a month, and he every even when he tags my shop, I could see. I was wondering the other day, like, why was I getting so many Instagram hits? It was. He's, he's paying some girl that, to like modifies it and strategizes everything like goes to the competitors it's like mock yeah. media yeah it's just crushing it nice but yeah that's how these guys found us that's how it's working oh, nice. and he just started it a couple weeks ago but yeah he was trying to do organic SEO too and got him yeah that's, that's, that's gone I right? just googled like Detailers local or uh, oh, Denver. so you found them on Google. Google? Yeah, I went to Denver and then we're just that's interesting because I was about to say I figured SEO was gone. Kind of well, he switched over to pay per click because there was a week when he was dead, and it was funny. So I got him on these like, kind of performance uh, spell uh, spell sheets, and I'll tell him which leads I gave him and which he brought. So I'm always like, look, I gave you seventy percent of your work. Like, what you got to give me a storage lead. Just kind of on his ass, mm -hmm. and then so he's been. We kind of figured out which ideas are working, which is great, you know, because his website. I have a link to him on my detailing section on my website. He does a lot of cross promotion too. He's younger too, so every once in a while I'll walk out here and the drones are flying through the windows. And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? We got robots. We got robots outside. <laughs> just he's like, oh, that's Dicky. He's doing that for free. That's the great part. The car scene. Photographers come out of everywhere. Really? You know, there's so many 20-year-old yeah. photographers that want to get started and want to take photos. So and he networks with the photographers to do... Tell us They're that. just kind of his crew. Like, you know, it's all his, his car enthusiast friends, but a lot of them are trying to start 
kind of their own thing. They got day jobs, but right. they want to, but they have nice ass gear. Like they have the fancy drones mm-hmm. and got the good cameras. So I pay them to come by and do uh, photo shoots for inventory. Like I've got a guy coming by to, to, to uh, shoot that Porsche. And I you try to use different ones because they all network differently. Like the guy that's shooting the Porsche does marketing for Range Rover down there. So it's just good cross marketing. But yeah. And so how long did he start? How long has he been doing the detail down in the bay? Uh, since we opened in October. And he actually had a busy winter. Cause it's the, it was a, the worst winter Colorado's had on record, snow-wise. This was? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, it was all for all the ski resorts and everything. Yeah, I guess if you're a skier, it's a great winter. But yeah, it was good and bad. Like, kind of shitty in the city. Snowboard. Yeah. We oh, didn't cool. do it much this year. <laughs> we'll get an imp- Once I have an employee, we're going to get up there a lot more. Where do you like to go? <laughs> Our go-tos are Breckenridge, <coughs> Crested Butte. We love Crested yeah. Butte, which is far as shit, but it's awesome up there. Yeah. We used to love Vail, but it's getting so crowded up there. I haven't, been, I haven't been to Vail in a long time, but I just remember that we went way up top and went to the back bowl. Yep. China bowl. You go up to the, like, and we had to even walk over, and we were out on this ledge, and then you just basically just fell off into like four feet of powder. Yep. I know. Exactly I lasted for maybe that. like 20, 30 feet. It's the most fun, but it beats you up real no quick. Way. Oh, no, it was the best. Uh-uh. Oh, it was the oh, best. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. last too long you coming really off. You hurt yourself. You just You can't because it's literally quickly. so much yeah, powder. It's like, yeah. It's just, it takes a lot of work to get through that shit. Mm-hmm. You have to like, it's, it's a lot of, way we, more yep. like engaging mm-hmm. instead of just kind of cruising some groomers, you know? Yep. Gotcha. And if you fall, yeah. You're literally in yeah, this big giant least. powder. Don't fall. <laughs> yeah, and then you're trying to get stuff. Oh, it was bad. Um, but I then once I I finally started going down. Oh, that just, it was just gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. It, it literally just it's a big bowl, and you just go down to this bowl and then go all the if way. You through. get on it before everybody else gets out there. It's, That's it's like, like the it's best amazing. day you'll ever have. It, the resort itself is three times bigger than the other like Breckenridge. Like it's just that massive. Yeah, Breck. Ah, uh, it's gonna be hard for me to go back to Breck. The only <laughs> injury I've ever had, I broke my collarbone at Breck. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I kept trying to do uh, rail slides. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What? <laughs> How old were you? Twenty-eight. Uh, no, so interesting. Was mobile detailer at that point in time, and part of what shifted my business was I broke my collarbone. Oh wow. And I was snowboarding. And kept trying to jump up. I was going through the terrain parks and kept trying to jump like I wanted to try it. So I kept trying to jump up. I kept missing, missing. The one time I finally was up on the rail and sliding down. And in my mind for a couple seconds, I was like, yeah. The next thing I know, Ah. I like just flat on my side. Did you hit the pole? No, no, I fell. I just fell to the side. Collarbone sucks too because you can't move your arm. No. And and I landed and I went, oh, geez. Yeah. I, I thought maybe that. I just popped it out of socket or something. Oh, that's a, that takes a forever to heal, doesn't it? Yeah, so I was like, oh, it's okay. And I went about another 10 or 15 feet down, and I went, oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, yeah, oh, I just... Sled. Uh, I just the sled? Oh, yes, the sled was horrible. Yeah. The sled's the worst part. She oh, it back. was. She'll get a one-up your heart. She sled. broke her back and had to go on the Oh, that, yeah, back. that would be worse. Yeah, like for Skiing in Park City. Snowboarding? Snowboarding, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I, like... I swear, where I went down was the absolute furthest point in the resort from the hut. I mean, I was on that sled forever and ever and ever and ever. It, like, ripped, like, clumps of my hair out. Oh, yeah, it was was brutal. Fucking awful. I I had broke mine this way. 
And so as I'm going down the sled, you know, like, was a, yeah, they just kept hitting. Ah, so I'm oh. yelling down the, down the mountain. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. You better get back on that horse. Yeah. That's my advice. Oh, no, no, get back yeah. on the horse? No, I've been. Go back to yeah. Breck. Have an oh, awesome I don't day. know about Breck. Go over to Peak We go to Wolf Creek a lot. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. I was up at a We go to Wolf Creek about every year. weeks of getting my back brace off, so don't let me, like, what? double one. Yeah. No, you had, like, I had to, you know? It was, I, I knew that if I waited for, like, the full, like, you know, for, like, the entire summer, and then, like, we don't really usually go until after the holidays because the conditions kind of suck, so if I let that much time yeah. lapse between the two, like, I just didn't want to let it get in my head, but then I had, like, a little miniature panic attack at the top of the lift. I, like, freaked She's out. Tough. But, huh. but it, it changed my business because yeah. I was basically doing everything myself with an assistant-ish, you know, where a lot of detailers want to have an assistant, but they don't really trust somebody to come in full time. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a thing with a lot of detailers. Right. As he starts growing, right? He's and as you all start to do, like, where does he, yeah. you, you almost have to start bringing somebody in. And yep. I got to that point of, I broke, I couldn't continue doing what I was doing. I had to bring somebody in. That's great. And well, I kind of it was good and bad, place. right? Like it, it puts you in a situation to make a choice. Yeah. And either not work for what three months? I mean, you. Right. I was in a. We had a, guy on the, yeah. we had a guy on the podcast not long ago that what he broke his uh, arm pretty much. He couldn't work. Oh yeah. But he and he did, was he a did, solo guy. He didn't have any employees, so yep. it's like he's like crap. Me, I'm like I'm like cool. I got a break from work now. Like <laughs> I've got employees, but. No, there's team no team members. I'm, wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He, he corrected me on my own. Because uh, <laughs> he always tells me it's team members. I hate members. saying yeah. please. It's stupid. But um, it's just when people hear it. Yeah, anyways. I like it. No, that's good. Yeah. I don't have one yet, but then I'll make sure to call him a team. Don't do employee. I just, it just sounds so... Because mm. when you're at the top, you don't want to be... I don't know. Mm. I just wouldn't call him employee. I don't think so. that team members probably more. <laughs> team members more. It's like you're part of the team. You're... I didn't know it was that reason. I thought it was more like uh, as we become more soft as a society. No, we're not becoming soft say, as a society. It's like I can't I can't get to where I need to be if I don't have a team behind me. I completely agree. So if agree. the team's not behind me, then there's no me. I, mean, I completely agree. So yeah, they're team members. They're not employees. They're one? team members. How long have you guys know. been here? Uh, it looks like we've been just I, I, like, <laughs> 15 minutes. 30 minutes, we're already probably. Doing six back. <laughs> That's awesome. They're so comfortable. You I like to drink. What's your deal? Um, DJ yeah, owns yeah, a man. mobile detailing business. So I have, yeah. It's, so we have a mobile company in uh, Oklahoma. So I've got four trucks now. And uh, I've got employees that, or team members that go out. Uh, they do. We do boats, RVs, planes, autos. Oh, wow. That's I mean, cool. everything. So we're... It, we're pretty much the largest in the state as far as mobile goes. So we're, we're a team of like 12 when it comes like all the admin and the back behind the scenes stuff yeah. too. Um, yeah. And then also uh, pretty heavily in, invested in the industry. So VP of the uh, International Detailing Association, so the IDA, which kind of like um, the IDA is like an organization that kind of like and it governs the industry. Yeah. In a sense, kind of gives direction. The yeah. And the standards and so forth. And, yeah. So. And I think they're really pushing to make it. Detailing a actual so like if you think about a plumber, you think about like electrician, like, like a legitimate trade. Trade. Yeah. We're trying to make it to where detailing is a trait. So 
you know, if you're not certified through the IDA, then we don't want you in our driveway cleaning our car because you're not serious about your business because you're not certified. So mm. we're really working towards getting to that direction to do that. So. Got it. Are you getting a lot of pushback on that from people? Um, I'm just asking out of curiosity. Sure, I think it's a great question. The general public yeah. or just like the actual detailers? No, the detailers that are out there. That we like, do get some pushback, yes. for a long time. Why do I need a certification yeah. in order to say that I'm who I am? Yes, we do get flack. That's yeah. probably the biggest pushback. Is we do. I don't need a certification. I've been doing it for blah, blah, years. Right. Yeah. But who's got your back at the end of the day? I mean, it's just... Yeah. But I think, I mean, I've 17 years in the industry, for me, it's to be in that network, a group of people in the same industry that I'm in. Yeah. I think which is why we brought up the plumbers. Like, if you're a plumber or electrician or if you're a trade-type business, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're going to be a part of what everybody else is doing. Everyone does it. Yeah. And so, Literally. to me, as a detailer, it's like, be that. Yeah. it makes sense to be joining and trying to help grow it. It as, gives you credibility and so forth. I mean, yeah, it's not well-known yet to the general public, but um, when it is, and you can say, hey, like, we're affiliated it, with... Yeah, let me ask this. I mean, if you think of a detailer, you probably don't... like. There's a sort certain echelon of type of person that that might be. Yeah, I mean I'm a little I'm a little skewed, you know, just because. <laughs> I think that's wrong. I mean that's why I yeah, asked the question, it's... right? Because you don't think of a detailer as. No, I mean I think that people think of a detailer as like an upgraded thing, like the general public, anyways. Maybe not, you know, like the car enthusiast or whatever, but like Joe Schmo with, you know, like a Ford Explorer, like it a nice one even you know they're not thinking about drazen they're thinking about like an upgrade at the car wash mm. kind of deal yeah. you know what i mean like i think that that's that's what a lot of people think of it as but so yeah. what are you doing out here then are you like looking to expand to denver or are you just kind of trying so to no not at all people? so we're pretty like we're heavily invested in the industry so like i said i'm vp of the ida he owns a chemical company yeah and we we've been friends for a long time yeah i used to work for him i'm here to train a distributor of mine. Okay. And so then why we're... On one of the products that you use for Exactly. Detailing. Yeah. Got it. And we also own a podcast. have a podcast. And we too. have a podcast. So when oh, he, came, he came yeah. out... He told know, me, he's like, there's a couple of bloggers coming by. Will you so come it's, hang it's out? And I was like, Pulsion yeah, podcast, And we drink beer. <laughs> and talk detailing, talk business, and drink beer. So... Yeah. Do so, you guys want to... When do you usually do it? We do our podcast every Wednesday at like around 5.30 Central Time, but we're pretty flexible as far as the time we record because everyone's in different like we have people from yeah we've had all different. over the world well we did hawaii which was no we did uk and that was like oh his... that's true we did uk but yeah hawaii and then we had a guy we did a joint podcast with mark from firehouse Correct. in florida with another guy that's a fireman in way. hawaii yeah so the the concept the was are crazy both yeah. are firemen but both detail are they all live or you shoot them early no 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 they're podcasts so we record them and then put them out oh got it yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of we still have to get those people on the same on the horn to do the like, scheduling. <laughs> it's not difficult, but it's I mean it's a tricky part is scheduling someone you know and some people are sole sole or solo detailers too, so they don't have time necessarily to break away at five thirty on a Wednesday night. Like they're grinding, like they right. got they got to get it in. So. so I was just thinking because Drazen's out. You should on just play it in the bay for him. Well, Drazen's out on training from till till freaking. Tuesday or some shit. Mm. So I was thinking it'd be so good for ha to have him in here to actually cross remote the place. Yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. That's what we're here for. We're just yeah. Uh, so then why we, we came in? The reason why we, by, we came in to do some training, but then we were like, hey, let's go stop by, some shops, meet some shops, IDA, and, talk. I mean, cool. yeah, yeah. Because I'd love for you guys to do a podcast out of here, but I'd also like my detail to be here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no no joke. Joke. But I mean, if he's not going to be here, do you guys want to shoot anything? Of course. And, um, and, 
probably not today. I mean, whatever you want to. I'm offering the place up. Whatever you want to. Like, yeah, no problem. Uh, we just wanted to drop by and bring this. So you can give it to Drazen. Is about the idea. Yeah, what's the annual? Not much. 120? Like, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. It's not much. 120 oh, bucks a year? Yeah, it's something oh, wow. really small. Yeah, it's not... It's it not really about so them. when you become you know certified and you get your CD which is your uh, certified detail patch and then your skills validated so the CD is more of the written test like do you have the general knowledge to provide a good service to your clients in your area? What if you didn't pass? People do, no, <laughs> yeah, there's people that <laughs> no, no, don't no, pass. Yeah, yeah. 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 People don't. So he's a he's an RT. So it goes CD SV RT. So RTs get to train people. So there's oh, CD which is your certified. You have this the brain knowledge to pass a test. Say you're a certified detailer. But then the SV is more hands-on. So it's like you have someone like him or myself or some someone that's an RT that trains you. Okay, they're like, okay, so talk this through this process. Here's this type of leather. What would you use to clean it? And if they don't get it right, you have to fail them. And it sucks because these guys come out to these uh, courses and they pay big money to come get the certification. And if they don't get it right, like, yeah, sorry. So Well, that's good. I mean, because you don't want to pass everybody. Exactly. I've got, I've got a uh, burn on the back of that fancy Porsche I bought is there anything you have to cut that that'll like fix a burn, burn? Like a, define burn yeah paint. Define it's a leather it's a paint clear coat burn with the uh, buffer oh can we, can we look at it I can probably make it it depends on what you have here yeah it depends on what it has just out of curiosity because I asked uh, my guy Denver Auto Shield to help me with the M3 and then uh, let me get a flashlight too yeah uh, yeah it's on the black left corner so what I do, so this this is usually unlocked during the day, but what's, what's I have it on a separate lock, so when customers are here off hours, they can't go and wander around the showroom. That makes sense. I'm gonna, I'll be right back with the light. Yeah, give me a camera. Hmm? You said you're getting the camera? No. Oh, that uh, scan grip light. <laughs> so it's oh, yeah, I see it. Yep, yeah. I see it. Oh, oh, you know yeah, what? I don't know. <laughs> kind of looks, yeah. I can make it stand out more. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. The only solution that's been said is clear bride. I was like, oh good, I'll just clear bra the whole car at a price of like four grand. Yeah, I mean. It's just a burn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, in the worst spot. Because somebody was probably hitting it. Here's the bump. Oh, you guys will love this one. So, Ouch. so Sarah works for a commercial real estate company. Her main investor lives in Carmelo Anthony's old house out here. Oh, really? He. Uh, I forgot, he was with the Nuggets for a yeah. while, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was. So yeah. he, this guy's company Oklahoma, sells. we're not, I don't know. He did okay for like a little bit. <laughs> I don't know that we're huge Mellow fans. <laughs> the Mellow hoodie was cool for a little bit, but we were okay when he left. Like, we were okay that we sold him out. I went to Clemson, so I followed him college football, and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. Oh, but, uh, oh, so an A12 super fast Ferrari comes in. From Sarah's, uh, not really your boss, but it might as well be your boss. 
It's the main investor in the entire commercial real estate. He owns Loprino Foods that sells all the mozzarella to all the big pizza companies. Domino's, Papa John's. All the cheese? That's all awesome. The so, uh, 675,000 pounds a day type of shit. Mm. So he brings in his A12 super fast Ferrari and Dryzen's going over it. And uh, he calls me down and somebody had fried that car. 170 miles on this car. And fried it right on the edge. $478,000 oh sticker. Mm. He goes, what do I do? I go, you got to call him right now because you're about to put a buffer on it yourself. You know? And so, and he had it clear broad somewhere. And... Um, you know, called them and they're like, yeah, we didn't ever buff the car. We just kind of cleaned it. It was a brand new car and put the clear bra on. Turns out it was probably done at the port. It was returned back to Ferrari of Denver. And then I see it posted up on their website. 812 just came up for sale. And I, it was even, it took me everything. Oh, really? Where'd that one come from? <laughs> okay, so say that again. There's somebody had fried it and they, the, her, her boss and customer and our customer that, uh, you know, he's our customer because she's our boss. To say, you know, because I'm your boss. Because you're like my that. boss, and he's your boss. boss. That was a Freudian slip. But, uh, <laughs> but he returned the car because because people were funny. They were like, just paint it. You don't just paint four hundred seventy thousand so, dollars. Like he has, he has a barn. He bought, he bought Carmelo Anthony's house. Yeah, I was telling him that. And it's like a barn full with. Ferraris and like the Hennessy version, you know, mm -hmm. like when you can, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got like three Hennessy's. I mean, it's it's nuts, but yeah, Dan was like, fuck off, take it back. He's like, this car's fucked up. Like, I didn't touch it. Someone, like, someone did it, so they oh, took it back. And now they're giving oh, him, like, oh, oh, this brand, right. brand new one. Look at this. Um, but it was crazy. You know, like, poor Drazen had to call him. We and just kept popping, sorry. Do you want another one? There's always plenty of beer. Go ahead, I'm good. Yeah, I'll take one. Which, what, what do you want? Anyway, go ahead. No, but it's just crazy. I mean, Dan's just, just like, take yeah. it back. That guy's good. Take the car back. So they took it back, and then they put him at the top of the list for the 2020 uh, Ferrari that's coming out, and, um, like, hook him up on it. Dan, he's, like, like, gave us total credit, because here he didn't get Thanks, it. man. But it, it totally avoided the awkwardness that, that could have been. Like, hey, you guys uh, just damaged my car. Yeah. Well, so that's where I was going with it. That's why I wanted to, like, give me a little bit more background, because... Like as detailers get into certain spots like that, how how should they handle some exotic car comes in basically and this guy bought it? Yeah. Who looked it over? You know, did somebody look it over? Like you said, what if he would have thrown his his polisher on it? Then boom, right. he's the one. Yeah, that's what he thought it was. He thought it was compound because it was right in the back trunk, right in the edge, and it was a little bit of white. When compound, that was freaking. That was the, you know completely burnt through all paint. Right along the edge, because you know the paint's thin right there. So what do you guys yeah. do as far as when the beats come in, like inspection-wise? Like, how do you document all the? I mean, you guys. We have a sheet and we go over it, but that was one of those right? things that so was. Electronic? No, not yet. We wanted to do what is that? Three sixty. There's a. There, somebody was telling me there was a guy here that rents cars, exotics out. Yeah. And it's a an app, um, but it goes over and it's basically you know uses your phone, but you go over and it scans all the thing. We'll go over and I'll take photos and we have a sheet. And we do mileage and take photos yeah. during that whole thing. And we just have them sign off on it. Say, yeah, hey, also no it's curb been, rash. Yeah, we have to repaint it and all that stuff. And they have to sign off and say it's been not been like Because we had one vehicle. We had a Porsche, a rare Porsche 911 Turbo S. was black. And uh, went up through all of it to spill. You know, was it <clears throat> was it repainted? No, never. In the original, da, da, da. Okay, cool. We're taking the film off of it. And the film on a car's not been repainted, no problem. You just 
take it off. Like, no big deal. The fucking paint came off the vehicles or oh, removing no. the film from the car. I'm doing this right now. I'm like, oh, what is going on? And I'm freaking out. And, I mean, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm working on this car pretty late. 9-11-S, what year? Oh, man, I don't even remember. Old school, new school. It's a new word. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, if it's old school, that's like a 300 No, car. so then I call the guy next morning, like, dude, like, he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, we repainted it a few, I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. But he lied about it, and didn't, and he said, hey, if you don't, t- t- don't tell anyone at all, like, cause he does what you, he, he buys cars and sells them, but they'll, they'll get wrecked, and they'll, re- and they'll just not claim it, they'll just pay cash to get it fixed, and yeah, then pretend it's all original. Right. I know you guys yeah. don't, this guy does. <laughs> right, right, but there's a lot, That's which is, but people do I'm know. glad you brought up this. But when I'm the yeah. detailer, I'm saying, hey, man, I'm removing this film off your expensive-ass car yeah. to reapply a film. And if you don't t- communicate to me the detail, I don't care what was it was. Was it all says. coming off to like Dude, white? The like, or was it? Front, it was white. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was white. That's right, great. It just, was white. I, mean, I think I was like sick. in this scenario, luckily too, you know, like I've, I've worked with Dan now for like three and a half years. He like, trust me. He's implicitly, a he, yeah. yeah. I mean, he knows... He knows John, like we, you know, we've had. He's a little hardcore house, dude, like, though. He's like fifty-five, he and he's like five six, but he's got the veins in his neck. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 he'll like email. He looks like he's on some old hormones. No, I mean he's okay. like he's, he's really nice, but look like he's he's a very smart <coughs> man with a lot of money. Yeah. And the reason why he has a lot of money because he's really fucking we smart. We did, and, and he worked like, in the factories and married into the company. His his wife is the daughter of the guy that started the cheese company. So he used to work on the factory and he used to be a detailer, which was awesome. So he knows, like we can, we went and showed him. The good thing is when we called him so quickly. So he dropped the car off. We got it in the detail bay, started going, oh, he's, you know, started going over it. And Drazen was like, panic. What the, you know, what do we do? I was like, call him right this minute. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, the car's been here for 10 minutes. Yeah, he was in. And I was like, you need to call him now. I was like, it's late. He's like, nope, call him now. I was like, yep. The turbo has to call him. Yeah, so it, I think yeah, that's a great, painted. Sorry, like, a great thing for detailers sorry. to hear. You bring a car in and maybe you it passed the inspection. Everything. As soon as you have a problem, you got to contact your customer. No matter right? what time it is. Or else it gets back, it does, it gets back on you. Oh, hey, yeah, last night while I was working. No, there ain't no last night while I, I was working. working. It, yeah, hold, it. I'm done. hold on. I'm this is happening. Either. This wasn't me. Right. I'm stopping could, right now and contacting the customer. Did that he some, have to repaint it again? He did, and I guarantee he didn't claim that at all. <laughs> uh, I, I swear to God, he didn't. There's no way. But if you wouldn't have con- like, it could have gone completely the wrong way. I'm now repainting this vehicle. Yeah, and no you're thanks. the one you guys having to pay for redemption. Yes. Okay. Crazy. Have you seen it? No. It's so funny because anytime there's some damage on a car, I always say, "Hey man, we got a fucked up car," and it's, I was always say. It's always Shawshank in here. Everybody's always innocent. And they all just look at me like, you guys haven't seen Shawshank. Oh, yeah, because everybody's everybody's innocent in the prison. Because there's a part in it. you got to see this movie. Go home and watch it. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's it's one of the best movies. It's like top five best movies of all time. It's like Green Mile. you got to see it. Uh, You could have Green Mile. Well, Green Mile's are like always in the That's top a good movie. six. That's a like top. besides the ones we know, like Godfather and uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, like, like a, Green Mile. That's surprising. what I was gonna say. Top ten, I could give it, but top five, uh, but yeah. It's usually it'll just... surprise you. Like look at it's so because my, my I have a twenty one year old uh, little sister from my dad's second marriage, and I always like <laughs> you have to watch these movies. Yes. Oh, I was doing a. We were watching the Godfather. Came Where does a river it, runs through it for you? Where does that line up? That's a good one. That's funny. I don't know. I mean, I your know. camper. You said is your 
Like, that's got to be up there. Yeah, it's probably somewhere in top 20. I'd say. Oh, it's wow. He hasn't been camping in like two years. Oh, he said your garage was full of camping You made it sound like a garage was full of camping gear. You guys just... Well, yeah, it's full of camping gear, dusty-ass camping <laughs> <laughs> And dusty-ass snowboard equipment. I used to go oh, like 30 days man. a season. Now I went five. Get, get a team member, man. Go yeah, camping. I need yeah. a team member. You need a team member. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, though, great movie. But I always use I use these lines, and it was funny when Al Pacino was about to kill the cop and the other mob boss and Godfather, and I brought Drazen over. I go, "Shut up! It's the best fucking thirty, you know, five minutes of every movie Sit ever." And, and he goes, "What movie is this?" I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you're done, you're done. <laughs> Get out of here! Are you kidding me?" He's like, "You never seen the Godfather?" Oh man, so funny. But yeah, all my references mean absolutely nothing to him too. Everything I always say, everybody's innocent. It's fucking Shawshank in here. That's what I always tell people when they come in here. All my subs is like, number one rule is don't fuck anything up. And I even have them say it. So, what's the number one rule? Don't, don't fuck, fuck anything, anything up. up. <laughs> nice. You can be a dick because usually it's the golden rule. You know, don't be a dick. Not here. Just don't fuck any. I'm turning the AC on, man. Sorry. It's fine. Oh, so good. It's You're just bullets. getting all like. Worked up over Godfather. Passionate. Yeah, passionate, man. <laughs> hey, I picked up some cars today. I spent some money. I'm trying to sell that freaking. I can't wait to sell that Porsche. I'll be able to sleep again. My old boss was at the concourse. And I was like, Did you bump your head? How much money do you spend on that thing? I was like, It's okay. I want to. Uh, so I'm all ready to text him back. Fuck you. <laughs> 8%, three weeks. It's all about percentages. So I look at everything like finance because I was I was a trader for twenty years, and, and uh, so I, I'm like, hey, if I make eight percent three weeks, that's like that's that's selling drugs percentage. That's good, <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Eight percent annual is good. If you make eight percent three weeks, that's good shit. That is, yeah, actually, sixteen thirty-two. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I did plus. I just want to get it back. I'm trying to find. I want to get an older Gallardo because you can get into Gallardos now for like seventy, seventy-five, and then rent them through Turo. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised. I was gonna ask that next. You don't. I mean, if the cars you own, you don't do Toro. I mean, I guess they're too. Well, no, because I I own the old Porsches. You those things break. You don't want to. Yeah, no. Yeah, but nah. but that, you that, you wouldn't buy some F type freaking Jaguar just because for I a Toro. I think what I'm gonna do is get some cool SUVs and modify them a little bit because huh. that's our big market. People come they're in G-Wagon. and they want to come We're in, buy some weed, and day. go up to Vail and Snowboard. Yep. And that's our big tourism. Get a G-Wagon. Yeah, G- yep. G-Wagons are just money to fix. I understand, but everyone loves them. You know what they yeah, love? Yeah, they'd pay, what, 300, 400 bucks a day? Absolutely. They would pay they would. money for it. And to go up to Vail or to go up to the spots. In a G-Wagon, would, yeah. dude? Come on. Well, we, a guy just uh, is doing a similar shop in Aspen to store cars and similar business plan and so i thought how cool it would be to have a gallardo in the summer where you could do a thing where you could just drive from here to ask mm-hmm. and then it could be stored up there so those guys can check it over same thing when it comes back but how fun it could be i mean people would pay a lot of money especially they would. the, the yeah. europeans oh, yeah. would pay 700 bucks or whatever just to drive yep. up there because that's as good as the drive gets you're flying up through eisenhower tunnel going through glenwood springs Dude, that's an independence pass route in the summer yeah you're right good point and you know, and just sell that, make the payment on one trip there and back, and, and work some partnership up with them. But Toro's growing. I, I, we did, we did Toro. You gotta find a way to use. I mean, what, what do you do, man? Like, there's got to be a way you can right. get some dumb cheap car. Like, I, just this, 
I saw just something the, stupid. You know what they do that I really like out here is those um, little hybrid SUVs, those little tiny ones. What do they call the little Subaru? Um, the the new ones. Forster? Outback? No, 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 no. It's like a, it, yeah, it's, it's a no. Crosstech. Yeah, yeah they did Crosstech. Cross and what are people are doing is lifting them. And, and well, yeah, uh, they even make a hybrid, but people lift them and they put tires yeah, on yeah, yeah. them. And I was so funny. I was like, maybe somebody brought a Crosstech to a SEMA. Sure enough, I put an EMA C, uh, uh, in uh, an eBay, put in SEMA, and it popped up, and there was like this sweet one all lifted with a rock. Do you go to SEMA? Yeah, do you go to SEMA? No, I'm not yet. I'm working up there. I'm oh, working up. Oh, uh, no, you gotta no, go. No, 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 you gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> you do. No, seriously, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I need that go. You're sleeping I know. too much. I know. I, I'm working too. I mean, but no. so we we, we host that, that is work. You need to come because we host an event, free oh, yeah. pint night. So you come out, you drink beer for free, and. I, mean, I, I, you need I, won't, to come. I won't drink your last beer that time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> guys, no. Long oh. trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's on my list. I've been a little busy. We built this place from dirt. But you haven't been. So it's crazy. Been, no, you've got to go this never. year. When is it? It's like... November. S- oh. Which is my quiet uh, quiet season. You, you, you have to go. And you don't have to go for the whole week. No, just for a couple we days. We only just go for a couple days. Yep. Just go to Rage. Yes. Um, one night. Uh, only yeah. one night. Yeah, we can write it all off, baby. There you, you know, go. Absolutely. <laughs> the reason yeah. why everybody in the automotive industry should go to Vegas in November is SEMA. No, I'm looking forward to it. You have to go once, man. It you was go, but you won't stop going, though. Once you go, time. you won't stop going. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, it's, it's I'm dead serious. I did go to Frankfurt, though. I went to the big Frankfurt auto show. We took the high-speed train down to uh, Munich for Oktoberfest. That's cool. That was a good one. Very different than SEMA. But. Oh, yeah, definitely different. Oh, cool, man. You out? Yeah, we need to, uh, we need to get rolling. We hadn't okay. checked in the hotel. Oh, God, nice. So, you came here first? Yeah, we were trying to come here. He, well, said, make sure he, he, said, he said you're out at 6. Yeah, so he like, said oh, you guys were out at 6, so we were trying to just rush oh, here. Oh, got it. Okay, I, I mean, I was waiting anyway. It's funny. I, I called um, I called him because he had to, he's got to fly out at 2 a.m. He's so cheap for his guy. No, 2 a.m.? Yeah, he's so funny. He's just kidding. He's like, dude, you should give you a hand. I'm giving him a big You're good. But, uh, and then I go, and I was, he told me right when he left, he goes, oh yeah, some bloggers are coming over. So I called him, I go, are two 18 year old kids coming over? Can I have a Facebook <laughs> account? I go, what? I was like, because he, I, I was like, at no point did I did not think, I didn't think you were going to be here. He was like, yeah, they're coming over. I was like, cool. You know, I'll introduce myself. And then it, he just goes, all right, later. And then I go, I call him on his way over. I go. Are you sending me two kids? <laughs> no, no. It's all good. Thanks, no, that, thanks for letting us have some beers. Right, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Well, if he's got questions about the IDA or what the association is, or you know, it's, it's definitely to... definitely good to get into. Right. I'll now. make sure he joins. I'll, yeah, he should. I'll shake him around. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely good to have on your. Uh... Yeah, and if you guys are ever in town, just you know, think of this place. And if you ever want to do, I'd love for you guys to do one of your. Um, you could do a presentation on the floor. We can bring in lights because I know we got like I said, a camera guys that could do lights and everything. If you wanted to actually really do something cool, because I'm about a week away from another 10 cars. So we mm-hmm. could actually do a full, you know, something really cool. Like yeah, that's round cool. them up yeah. and, you know, you guys could do a, a thing right in the middle. You know, as long as I get some publicity from it. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> well, cool, man. Thanks for the beers. Yeah, yeah. It's great to meet you. Hey there, guys. Jonathan Munsell, the president of the International Detailing Association. And um, I was fortunate enough to be given a, a few seconds here to talk a little bit about the IDA. So I thought I would do that here today with you. And uh, 
if you don't know what the, the IDA is, the International Detailing Association, it's the leading industry association for professional detailing operators, suppliers, distributors, consultants to the industry. Um, and there's really two things that really govern us. You know, it's really our mission and our vision. And our mission is really about promoting the success and growth of the professional detailing community. Um, so we are really in your in your corner and we want to do everything we can to help your business grow and to see more people come into the industry and raise the professionalism of it. Um, we also have a mission or a vision statement, which is to be the lead advocate and premier source of information for the professional detailing community. And there's no better place. We have tons of information, um, especially when you're a member, you get access to a tremendous amount. Um, and really with all that, the, you know, the IDA is, you know, one of those places where you have people ask, you know, what do they get out of it? And uh, it's, this is a, a, a governing body for the people, by the people. Um, we're all volunteers from the president on down. And it's really about, you know, you, you get out of what you put into it. So, you know, when I think about it, it's about, you know, getting involved. And the more you put in, the more you get out. So, you know, find a, one of the committees that you can be involved with. Or certainly, you know, locally, we have a big regional uh push to get the IDA closer to folks in your hometown type of thing. And we'd love folks to help us out all around the, the country with that. And then the world, we're expanding chapters right now all over the world. And we can certainly use our members coming together to help do that and to further it as an international association. So if there's anything I can ever do to help, certainly reach out to me. Once again, Jonathan Munsell, or certainly go to theida.com. And there's actually a page there called Get Involved. So thank you very much. I hope you guys, if you're, uh, I hope your members already. And if not, I hope you join soon. Thank you. Ooh.